It's Big Man Wednesday here, one could argue, and this week we're talking about Starbucks. If you've been living under a rock or you aren't one of the 11 million people that saw the video, there's a Starbucks in Philadelphia where two black men, um, Rashawn Nelson and Dante Robinson, walked into, walked into this Starbucks, were literally there for all of two minutes before the manager called the police on them. They have, um, they just released the actual 911 call in comparison to the to the footage of when they came into the store. So they literally were in there for like two minutes and 20 seconds before the manager called the police and was pretty much just like, hey, there's two guys in the store, they haven't bought anything and they won't leave. Of course, you call the police, they're gonna lock someone up, especially if they're black. So um, they came, arrested the men, the man who they were coming there to meet, their colleague, this white guy, I guess they were coming to meet about real estate or whatever, none of that matters, I don't care who they were there to meet. I guess they, at that point, someone was recording, the video went viral, and now there's a lot of stuff going on after the fact that is very upsetting for more than one reason in regards to how the brand itself is responding to it and also how certain black people are responding to it and then also just how some white people are responding to it. And for me, it's just one of those things where, you know, just being someone who lives the black experience every day so often, people try to make you seem like, or feel like, nah, you crazy. Things don't really or uh, operate like that, or it's not really as bad as you say it is, or you don't really gotta watch over your shoulder every second. It's like, nah, look at this situations like this that play out on the grand, the grand screen of the United States. That just lets you know, like, nah, I'm not bugging. So, I really just wanted to make sure you guys had a uh, some background on the situation because how the conversation flowed yesterday, there were a few details that I sort of jumped over and mixed up. I So you may hear me say that there were two or three people. I was including the friend that came after the fact that didn't get locked up, so it doesn't matter. So it's really just two. It's two um, of those gentlemen. So I have my dog group on the episode with me, and let's get to it. literally have never even considered Starbucks a place to go to for food. Starbucks has always <laughs> just been something I considered a safe place to meet up with somebody to do a transaction where you know there's not as much of a chance that some foul shit have happened because there's so many people around. Legal like, oh, I want to sell an Apple TV on Craigslist? Let's meet up at Starbucks. I want to meet a friend somewhere so we can link up and hop in their car and go somewhere. Let's meet at Starbucks. I've never considered Starbucks that because every time I go there, all you do is see people sitting down on laptops for hours, bro. 100% correct. Hours. So now it's like this happens. The police get called on them. I saw... I saw... I don't know what channel it was on, but they did an interview with the um, with the CEO, and he gives the whole, yeah, you know, we're looking to uh, handle this situation. We have so many stores, but we have to handle this issue um, from the top down and look at the big picture because this is going on, so on and so forth. And then she asks him, do you feel like this is a racially motivated occurrence? And he totally dodges the question. If I can find the clip, I'll, I'll literally play the clip after I say this. And um, totally, totally dodges it. And that's that's one of the things where, because I was looking on Amanda Seals' Instagram, and people will be like, you know what, Starbucks is going out of their way. You can see how they're trying to fix the issue and so on and so forth. And I'm just like, I feel like we're so used to brands not doing shit 
that when they give us a little bit, like, oh, here you go, we'll say that we need to look into this and see what was going on. Now people are like, y'all need to give them a chance. Right. It's like, no, I'm not going to be pleased with dog shit because you stopped giving me horse shit. It's shit. Like, what? Like, what? What? what is going on here? And there were literally people in the comments, like, debating, like, yo, like, we need to give them some leeway to, like, no, bro. So... At the end of the day, I'm just like, I'm trying to understand why. I understand why, but it makes it hard for us to be supportive of each other when also I can't even get into that yet because this is this is the this is the this is the kicker. The two or three gentlemen from Starbucks. It was two. Two. For sure. Got on TV. And told them that this was a human issue, not a black issue. I didn't see that part. Bruh. I missed that part. Bruh. Because they was on Good Morning America. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. They said it's a human issue, not a black issue. See, but do we think that's because not so much that they don't want to acknowledge that it's not a black issue, but it, it is boiling down to like... This is a human-human interaction because I was literally just reading about it right before we got on, and apparently in this neighborhood, where uh, Rittenhouse Square, Rittenhouse Square neighborhood is a neighborhood I've actually heard of mm-hmm. in Philly, there's only a three percent, like only three percent African Americans or minorities live in this area, mm-hmm. but what they call out of out of town policing mm-hmm. or out of residence policing, which pretty much means like they know you're not from this neighborhood. So right. they're going to stop in pretty much like a stop and frisk. Right. Is that 68% when it comes to African-Americans? Mm-hmm. So it's just like, I guess because they are aware that this is a high number. I don't know. That doesn't make sense. It that, doesn't. That doesn't I, make I sense. Bro, I, don't, I don't think at any point is that logical. And then on top of it, it's just like, it's one of those things where unless these kids are are totally out of touch with social media, which I doubt, even if, even if that's the case, you don't go on social media and see how much black people are going to bat for y'all. Like, we going to bat for them like they the homies, like, because they are the homies. Y'all black. Y'all with us. So we're... Bro, we're talking about fuck Starbucks. We're talking about all this other stuff. And then y'all literally go on TV. Bro, that's like... Yeah, it's like when you, Rodney King said, uh, can't we all just get along? And it's like, yo, bro, like you really just got your ass handed to you on TV. It's not the time for that, They ran bro. that shit back and forth a few times to make sure we all were aware of what was happening. And you get up there with the crackly voice talking about, can we all get along? Bro, it's like, it's like Groove was saying, bro. If you're a chef... And you make food, you make thing, you make things in order. You put the flour, and then you put the eggs, and then you put the vanilla, and then you put it in the oven. If you put the pan in the oven first and then throw that shit in it, that cake gone is dead. <laughs> it's dead, bro. You have to do stuff in order. There's a time for us to be like, all right, let's work together, and then there's a time for us to be like, nah. 
get out of here with that. You know what I mean? Like, and they're doing it backwards. And like I said, it's not, it's not time for that. I'm not, I've never been like, oh man, white people need to stay over here and black people need to stay over here. But it's like, yo, we live in America. This is a serious issue going on that's going on back to back to back to back. Well, I think, I think the, um, I think the high frequency of these issues within these companies or these incidences that are reoccurring is simply because like we've talked about before, there's a comfortability in America that was closeted for eight years. That's a fact. And it was a little longer than that because even with George Bush in office, the radicalization of this movement wasn't as high and mighty. It's almost as if they are they're trying to prove a point now. Like you said, like we don't need your spending dollars. And then when you have certain celebrities getting out there and and pretty much backing this mm-hmm. bullshit, it makes them those those people that are radical, it makes them go or radical in the anti-black minority movement it makes them go see things aren't as bad as you guys are portraying exactly and the issue is like things are as bad because like i just stated 68 percent of the black people visiting this area are stopped and asked pretty much like what are you doing here right i'm here to spend money right why why are you spending your money here right okay cool fuck it right you know what i'm saying so this whole trump era has definitely encouraged the shenanigans to just be blatantly disrespectful. Yeah. And, you know, you have the... Like I said, I wasn't aware that these... When I watched the interview, I guess the clip that I saw, they didn't get that deep into um, that to the point where it got to the question of asking them if it's a black issue, if it's a human issue. But it's just like these kids are definitely brainwashed. And I'm just like, where is... Why is someone not telling them or why their their guardians or other family members and friends being like, nah, bro, y'all, this happened to y'all because y'all are black because y'all, they were waiting for a white colleague mm-hmm. to talk about real estate. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, and then I was reading in, um, in, uh, the article on New York mag, they were, I guess, uh, Starbucks was pretty much saying like they, the store manager never intended for these men to be arrested and this should have never escalated as it did. Right. So it's like, it's like, so why did you call the police? If you didn't intend for this to escalate, knowing the history of police officers and African-American males predominantly within the last X amount of years has been on shards of glass and eggshells. Mm-hmm. Why would you not just be like, hey, you got to leave or no, you can't use the bathroom and just let it be at that. You know right. what I'm saying? And then give them the option to, to bust a move. Now, if at that point they become aggressive, then you deal with it. But apparently they went and sat down at 435 and at 445, they were being arrested and escorted out of the building. Mm-hmm. So it's just like for you to say, this wasn't the intention, but we understand what the relationship is with police officers. And once again, predominantly African-American males, you knew that there was a high risk of some shit going down. Like you were very aware that, okay, by me calling the police officers, this is going to possibly escalate. And then you wasn't like, Hey, I need help. Like I'm sure the, the, whoever the store manager was painted it in a light where 
yo, there's some black men in here. They're not right. being cooperative. It wasn't like, hey, there's some black guys in here and I just want them to leave. Well, why would you want them to leave if they're like in the Starbucks where everybody else comes to hang out? Exactly. And wait on it's people? like it's like what what is the point of that? And I think these these are the things that for one, like you said earlier, I hope for anyone listening, especially like I said, if you're African American or if you're white or whatever, racism is very much still existing. It's it's very much so alive and well and it's and people are going out of their way to express how they feel towards Absolutely. black people. Absolutely. They, they they don't appreciate our spending dollars. A lot of people make emphasis on, oh, black people, we have this much spending money and stuff like that. But the the issue I have where it's like, yo, like, can we really I seen driving back from Kroger the other day, I saw like three black people in line at the Starbucks that's right across the street. Right, 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 right. I'm like, because they don't feel the thing that I'm aware of, and um, I, I think I picked it up on 60 Minutes when they were talking about the Holocaust. Um, in in relation to the Holocaust, these mass graves in which people were being shot and killed in mm-hmm. were happening outside of small towns where these concentration camps were happening. Mm-hmm. They would happen on like a Saturday or Sunday and they were becoming festivals. Not festivals, but they were becoming events. Like the townspeople would come out and view these Jewish people or these gypsies, whoever they were, be murdered. Mm-hmm. It was the same thing with lynching. Lynchings became a thing where the town would gather and watch these black people, black women be hung up and you know they would take these pictures. You can Google the pictures. Mm-hmm. And what psychologists have said was, it's because it's not happening. They're not directly affected. Mm-hmm. And I feel that because we do live in a sim. I mean, there's definitely been some type of progress mm-hmm. because black people can pretty much go anywhere to a certain extent mm-hmm. and not have to deal with the things like our grandparents or our, or our uncles or aunts or you know our latter generations have may have mm-hmm. may have had to deal with but there's a disconnect like i understand that my friends that grew up in east atlanta or in like ex who grew up in the city their mindsets about the perception of mistreatments of african americans is way different than the kids i went to high school with in swanee mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because they grew up around 88% white kids. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, and then there's a conformity to it. So like I feel like these some of these black people are that thing in which they need to be cognizant of, they've turned it off. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, oh no, nah, like I'm not affected by that. So like I like I I've have I've had a few homies since this shit has happened, is like, oh, you think I'm gonna stop drinking Starbucks? And is like proud to right, be in Starbucks right, line. Right, and I'm just right. like, I don't I don't get how I'm not telling you not to spend your money where you want to spend it, but I'm I'm a little confused as to how someone just blatantly comes out and says, we don't want your money here. And then the people in the higher ups are like, oh, well, that's not what we intended. But the results of the intention are completely opposite of what you're telling me you didn't want to happen. Mm-hmm. And people are still just like, yeah, I'm going to go here. Yeah. That's just like, Okay, so you don't you don't really care about yourself, sort of, kind of like your 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 self confidence isn't isn't stable mm-hmm. because you're not you're not being aware that you're not wanted here. Mm-hmm. If I walk into like a J Crew or 
we walked into some store one day. Maybe it was like Johnston and Johnston, or mm-hmm. I think that's a, a shoe company. It's it's like a high, like a higher end men's. Uh, sh- I would call it like Kentucky Derby wear. Mm-hmm. I was just walking in the store because I had never been in a bitch. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, what's this? Let me just go see what it is. It's like another polo. Mm-hmm. Walk in. This white lady literally followed us. She was like, can I help you? I was like, no, I'm just looking around. Are you sure there's nothing you're looking for? I was like, since you're going to follow me around the store, I'm just going to leave. Like, mm-hmm. it's cool. I won't spend my money here. Yeah. That and it's it's literally as simple as that, but it's this awareness that people are lacking. And it, it I'm sure it's more than just awareness. I'm sure certain people just haven't had those conversations, but they're much needed. Like they're much needed. I was watching an interview with Martin Luther King this morning and he was talking about how like he never like no one ever like physically put their hands on him in that whole entire time that he was leading this march you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying or uh, one of the faces of uh you know the movement to create equality for black people he's like nah i had one instant where like somebody like slapped me and like other white people was like bruh you're bugging like Mm -hmm. but that was pretty much it so it's just like people really need to like self-educate on the dynamics of what's going on because i feel like a lot of instances people are so okay with what they're told that that's the way that they think Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it's like okay like if i'm not really knowledgeable about african-american history or about the inequalities of certain people and you sound confident about your responses and stuff i'm just gonna go based off of what you said and that's how i'm gonna run with it now and Mm -hmm. then i'm just pretty much regurgitating what i've heard you say so i'm not really taking the time to sit down and be like let me do my own research let me find out about you know, Huey P. Newton and Malcolm X and all these people. Right. And that, the lack of is fucking these young people up. Like, mm-hmm. because it is, it is a lot of young people. I mean, it's old people too, you know what I'm saying? Because apparently I saw some shit where this uh, guy had a, uh, a black man had a Make America Great hat on and pushed like a Hispanic guy onto the train, train tracks in New York the other day. I heard about that. I seen that on Instagram. And, and now they've even, uh, there's an acronym for it. It's called the MAGA. MAGA hat make America great again mm. and I was like what the fuck is MAGA and then I looked it up and I was like oh so now it's becoming like a pop thing you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying I'm yeah. just like yo these are these are things we don't want but because there is this lack of conformity and it kind of goes back to what we was talking about a few episodes ago when we when I was bringing up the questions about who do these like as a mass who do these young people have? Who do these people, these these African-American individuals or minorities have to look to? Because mm. Martin Luther King wasn't just affecting black people. That's who he was trying to get the attention of. But there were other groups of minorities and white people that were like turning their head and being like, yo, what he's saying is actually true. I've witnessed it. I've seen it and it's fucked up. Mm-hmm. You have the Angela Rise, but I'm not. I think in the age of social media, a lot of people aren't taking heed to it because it's not boots on the ground Mm -hmm. and i'm just like so where do we go from here because Mm -hmm. clearly boycotting is only working for an extended period of time because i'm still Mm -hmm. seeing black people walking to h&m you're still seeing people pull up to starbucks people aren't going to stop going to uh, waffle house for the the grand slam special Mm -hmm. so it's like what do we need to do to get people to understand that it's a much serious it's a much more serious issue than just spending money mm-hmm. like what where do we go from there so i mean 
I think in regards to I think because so much I think so much emphasis is being put on the money aspect because that's the only that's the only way you can affect these type of people because clearly from a moral and ethical standpoint this isn't something that's they're just gonna wake up one day and be like damn right that's messed up right unless that unless the income is going down right there's not gonna be any in you know what i mean any cause for for change and i think even i think even in regards to the money the money aspect that will that will bring a change but I don't like I said even still that may bring a change for on the face of it right. which still has value because from the face aspect other people who are who aren't as close to it but on the outside looking in I think you can look at that and be like okay I know such and such happened at H&M after that H&M started taking a loss they came out they apologized so on right, and so right, forth right. so people who are just coming into themselves and learning and be like okay I don't really benefit from this from a financial aspect, so right. I can only look at it through a moral lens. Right, right. So that'll tell me, like, yo, you shouldn't treat people like that. Right. But if forward for those people, it's I think it would only ever be about money. Right. So right. like I said, I feel like that's why so so many times when people make that they make that point of yo, we gotta get control of our spending power or spend this in the black community. Right. Okay, yeah, let's put that money into someone who actually even more than the money is a byproduct of them actually caring about us. Right. I'm not saying I'm going to put my money into a black-owned coffee shop that don't serve white people. Right. White people go there, too. Right. That's fine. Right. But at least I know y'all care about white people. Y'all care about black people. You know what I mean? Yep. So I think I think that's the part that's in regards to the money aspect. But even in regards to, like, who do we have now, I think if it's like, you know, we have, like, Angela Rise and we have, like, uh, Amanda Seals has been doing For some reason, I feel like Amanda Seals, like, came out of nowhere, but right. she really did But didn't. she's been doing this for a minute. For a minute, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I think, like I said, with Amanda Seals and um, and uh, uh, Angela Rye, and um, you, we have a few, uh, uh, there's a few other people sprinkled throughout. And then you have people like Cole just dropping that project. He right, just dropped. Right, you know what I mean? Right. So I feel like there there is there is a select few of people who are going to take heed of that. And that's going to help birth our, our next, you know what I mean? Just generational leaders. Because I think, I think right now, you know, I feel like, I definitely think it's important for us to have boots on the ground. Right. But I feel like because we have so many people that are ingesting information and and designing themselves after certain ways through so many different mediums, you know what I mean? It's like you need the grandpa who sits on the corner all day and throws out gems every once in a while just as much as you need the person who's only on social media and you right. may never see around. Or right. As much as you need the super big pop star who's dropping gems, just as much you need the indie rapper who a few hood, you know what I mean, kids right, look right, up right, to. Right, so right, I, right. I think on each side, I think you need it. But I just think, me personally, I think it's, for me, it's been an aspect of just making sure I understand that not everybody's going to do it. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we was just having a conversation the other day about, like, finding your niche. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, I, I'm buying into this system. I feel Honestly, I feel like at this point in time, getting people who understand, okay, me not spending money here and, supporting pe- and not supporting people who don't care about me 
is much more important than a large El Grande whatever right. or All Star from such and such or the new H&M whatever collection. And I feel like not everyone's going to do that. Not everyone's going to see that value. So I think, like I said, as we, as we just continue to grow and learn about all of these different things, I think we just have to look for... I'm, I'm not looking to change the whole world. You right, know what I mean? Right, I'm right, not. Right, I'm right, looking right. to get a few solid people yeah. to come together. There could be how many people in this world? Seven billion? It may be maybe right now we have one point five billion black people who actually give a shit. Right. Maybe let's try to get it up to two point five. Right, right. Or right. three. You know what I mean? Because like I said, it, it's that's just the balance of the world. Because like I said, I feel like especially with you seeing how much people just don't listen to people anyway. Right, and I, I do not go through this all the time. Sometimes I'll see stuff on Twitter, or see stuff on Instagram, and I'll go in and leave a comment, and somebody won't respond. And I sometimes I'll, I'll just be like, "Bro, like, what makes me think they're going to actually give a shit about you know what I mean? Like a random, a random comment speaking to something that they may be doing right or something they may be doing wrong. When people don't listen to people who have the most, you know what I mean? That's like, yo, they're around you every day." And have shown you that they're actually invested in caring about your well-being and you wanting to be a, a prosperous person. And they want more for you than you want for you. And right. y'all don't listen to these people. Right. You know right. what I mean? Right. So at that point, it's like I said, I feel like if we're, I just don't want us to be trying to waste our time bending over backwards trying to convince the people who just ain't going to do it to do it. Right. Now, if I'm speaking to my select few and because I still have to go out and speak and tweet and do my thing naturally it's still going to be going out into the world if you overhear it and that makes you walk in on the conversation awesome happy to have you sit down here's what we're about here's what we're going to do but if you decide to walk by it and walk the other way cool it it it, it is what it is because like i said if anything like i said those those scenarios just like this h&m thing which turned into like i said now we have the the starbucks thing the the woman who had a breast exposed by the police in Waffle House and all this other stuff, more and more it's making people be like, you know what? It, it's strengthening up the the fight for those people in that group. And that's that's the amazing part is that you do have the side that's like, yeah, let me let me still get those hash browns scattered. But then you do have the other people that are just like, I don't have to do this. Like, nah, like, it. if anything, I need a reason to not to go to White right, House anymore. Right, like, okay, cool. Right. I'll just use it as an opportunity for me to... Right. I'll cook more. Or I, exactly. I, was, I was looking to lose weight anyway. So exactly. Or I was looking to tone up. So instead of me going to get this extra high sugar drink or this, you know, 1,200 calorie meal, I'm going to skip it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And I'm going to find an alternative. And that's the thing. Like, there's always alternatives. So, yeah. Because even the other day, I was... Uh, what was I looking at? Um came across this page champ boxers or champ yeah i think they're called champ it's an atlanta-based uh boxer brief company mm -hmm. black owned and i was just they they're uh published on we buy black online mm -hmm. so i was just going through we buy black because i like clothes so i'm like okay i've actually never gone through their site to see what they actually have to offer and i was on there and i was just like yeah, this shit ain't fresh. Mm -hmm. Like, but I, the clothing wasn't. Mm -hmm. But I found like the, 
their other necessities, whether it be like body wash or hair products. I'm like, okay, these are things that I can rock with. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, okay. And then that got my brain going. It was like, okay, well, shit, I could put a clothing line up here, right? Right. And since I feel some kind of way, don't just be the nigga that's like, or the person that's like, oh, they don't got nothing for me. Like, right. add to it and see if that generates some traction. Right. But do your part in bettering instead of just being a person that's always pointing a finger like they're right. not doing it they're not trying it's like what are you doing to affect the cause yeah you know what i'm saying Because it's like goofy it's like bro i'm not saying we have to turn our heads away from all these major brands just because a brand may have been founded by a white person this ain't the conversation the conversation ain't oh let's not buy anything from any white person right. ever no right, right if people have shown you clearly that they don't respect you right then don't shop with them right you right. can continue to go to Nike you can continue to buy from Louis Vuitton you can whatever mm-hmm. cool but also like I said do put money back into your community you should want to naturally do that as well right but we ain't saying you got to turn your back on all yeah. that but like I said even if it's still I'm not saying you gotta Kiss nobody's ass either. Right. I'm sure it's like Hope was saying in the Never Radio interview. Hope Jordan has put out, I'm sure, wax sneakers. I'm sure he's put out wax sneakers That's before. That's a fact. And in the meantime, y'all had patience with him to get the designs right, to go through a few different designers, to get the colorways together. Don't not be like that with black people. Right, right. These, these brands have had tens of hundreds of years to get their brands in order. Right. We just getting money. Literally. We just getting money. Just so don't be out here up. being like, oh man, I can't, like you were saying, like, oh, I can't shop with them or why all this stuff? Because I, I'm literally spending so much time just getting over the fact of I actually got approved for this bank loan. Right. And I'm trying to get a brick and mortar store going and all this other stuff. I'm trying to do the best I can with just getting this first shipment out and then we'll build up from there. Right, right. Have patience with us while we get our stuff together. Right. It gets it, it so weird because then, like I said, when these big brands do stuff wrong, people will go, bruh, they'll give them all the time in the world. It's like Groove They'll call them back, be like, oh, right, right. what happened with this? Okay, well, I just got to follow up in a couple of weeks. You know, it's polo, so it takes right, a minute. Right. Or, oh, it's this. And it's like, oh, you understand. But now when it's us... Man, black people always take it forever, man. You know how many people go to Starbucks every day even though they get horrible service because they just got to have that Mm -hmm. El Grande frappe? No, for sure. But going one black-owned store, I'm like, I can't go in there. That's that's what's wrong with our people. It's like, shut the hell up. Like, Like, how did you you even come to that? Like, bro, what's wrong with you that you felt so strongly about that so shortly? But it it goes back to what Groove was saying about the whole shiny shoot. Shiny (laughs) shoot. <laughs> Shiny suit theory. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's yo, people literally we we know Groove is an intelligent, smart, balanced wizard. Wizard. Right. Fact. Right. Groove has a standard uniform. Yeah. It's not flashy. Mm-mm. It's not going to warrant everyone to come over and be like, damn, bro, where'd you get that plain ass black t-shirt from? Uh-huh. But if you get him going, you're going to learn so much where you're going to be like, wow. Yeah. I'm happy I took the time to give him the time mm-hmm. to open up so I could get these gems from him. Mm-hmm. Whereas Billy can walk in, rip t-shirt. Uh, the flip flops, mm-hmm. the dirty heels, mm-hmm. 
not know shit about shit. Yep. And you go and just instantly go over there and see what he has to offer you. Yep. It's like, bruh, what is appeal? What was appealing about that? Mm-hmm. And it's literally like, oh well. I know white people normally know what they got. They know what they talk right. about. Like, right. really. Exactly. The exactly. same people that's been out here, like, asking everyone else for help so they could uh, conquer and divide. That's the person you want to go to 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 get all your information. Not saying all white people are like this. No. I'm going off of historical facts. Yeah. Of which my facts. Hist- like, you look, up re- you look up facts in history and figure out how certain things have come into play, and you will learn that, okay... This shit wasn't what we were taught in, and there's this is the actual um, matter of the fact. Mm-hmm. So it's just very interesting that people are so caught up in a shiny suit because nine out of ten times they're the con artists. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And then it's just like, oh, okay. And then you'd be so upset that you got conned, but you didn't want to listen to the balanced wizard who was over here very calm and not like in your face extra high intensity mm-hmm. voice trying to get you to believe in what they're saying mm-hmm. and it's just like yo y'all are gonna I think get that I, every time I, I really think it still amazes me to this day just the power of just white privilege and just and just how much how much we've associated it with a certain level of quality or a certain right. high standard right. you know what I mean yeah. just, in, just in everyday life it's 100%. just like yo like we really have to take some time to de-familiarize ourselves with this association that we've made to that. Right. Because I've definitely had scenarios where whether whether someone's selling something or literally scenarios like you just said, where even myself, I was like, oh, let me go see what this white person is talking about right. versus a black person. Right. And then later on, I'll just be like, why did I do that? Yeah. Like It's because of the conditioning of what they've portrayed in society. Yeah. Everything we've seen when there's the... Not everything, but when you see the comparison of the black and the white person in the in the advertising world, mm-hmm. there are very distinct differences. You know what I'm saying? Even in TV shows, it's like, oh, these white people seem so much smarter. The conversations mm-hmm. that they have are so progressive mm-hmm. where black people are always seem to be like joning on each other. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're only talking about sports and, but they don't, they, they're, it's very rare that you see them on TV and it's like the black scientist, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What's the show where, uh, with Sheldon, the, the show on CBS, it's like him and like the Indian guy and the other white guy. And they're like scientists and they're like super nerds. Uh, Big Bang Theory. Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Like you, if you get caught up watching Big Bang Theory and you see a Sheldon lookalike in the world, you're going to want to go over to him and find out what the difference between the mm-hmm. nucleus and the mitochondrion is. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you see me in the streets and I have on shorts and some Nike runners, you're going to be like, so what part of the entertainment industry are you in? Right. Prime example, me and X are in Chicago a few weeks ago for a trip, literally leaving our hotel, jump in the Uber, (laughs) and the guy goes, are you guys athletes? (laughs) Now, obviously, most of y'all don't know me. I am 5'7 on a great day (laughs) and like 220 pounds. What fucking sport am I playing professionally? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I kind of scrunched up my face. X was like, yep. And he was like, 
I I kind of knew that. Oh my and so God. like he's he's like so and he was like so what do you he was like what do you guys play? X was like baseball. <laughs> so I'm laughing internally and I was like hey man, what made you think we were athletes mm-hmm. out of everything? And he was like well the hotel you guys are staying in a lot of athletes stay there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like so a lot of black athletes stay here clearly because Right. There was no other correlation right. that I could draw right. from that. Right. And I'm just like, this is an amazing world. I couldn't have been the guy. I couldn't have been the COO of Uber, but I could easily have been John Wall. Mm-hmm. Shit is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it's a very crazy theory. Yeah, I, I think and looking at looking at the grand scheme of things, I think this is an opportunity for us to really just take a step take a step back and look over all of just our everyday just interactions, like everything we do from every standpoint of life, whether it's where we shop or how we refer to each other or what we wear or how we just thoughts we have about certain things and just realign it. Right. Because it's so, it's so trottled over by all of these years of, of stuff that we didn't even necessarily, you know what I mean? It's like we have, we're, we're so smart now. Right. Like we're so smart and everyone understands that, hey, your parents are people. Like they made mistakes too before you. And hey, these are generations of stuff that we're dealing with that we're, um, that we have to face every day that because, you know what I mean? So on and so forth. But it's like, I feel like we know it. We we know we know how to verbalize it. But it's we know how to, to express it. Right. Yeah. And it's not even really about like practicing it, but like we don't really even understand how much this stuff is really impacting us. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like I was saying just a, a second ago. I was like, yo, I've literally been that person in a scenario where two people could have been offering me somewhat the same thing and my mind told me that to go to the white person because right. it was probably the better thing. Right. And it's like, for it, like I say, it, it's just one of those things where it's like, yo, like, this is really affecting me. Like, I ain't no telling how much stuff I could have, like I said, worked with my worked with a, another black man for, and I chose I chose a white person. Not to say it's wrong, but the reasoning behind it. Right. It wasn't like, oh, I looked into this, or I came into him first, or whatever, and it's cool. Right. But now it's like. You know what I mean? And that's why even I even sometimes when I go out, like I have to be like it I think um there, there was a long time where I thought I was paranoid for being as paranoid as I was going out. Mm-hmm. Like every time you go into a store there's someone just watching you. Or if you're for walking sure. by they're clinching they're clinching their purse. For or sure. someone could literally have been sitting in the aisle with a cart for a minute, but as long as as soon as you walk in the aisle, they're walking off. Right, right, right. Or you walk down the street, and it's just like, as a black person in America, like it can, and like I said, when you express it to other people who don't relate or they're just oblivious to it, they'll make you seem like you're bugging. Like, no, right. bro, no, I'm it's not, not that. Exactly, it is I'm that. not bugging. It no, is we that. can't. I, I would like to just walk into this coffee shop and chill, but this is a predominantly white coffee shop. Right. And if I come in here and sit down. They're going to try to hurry up. They're going to check on me every three minutes, not because they care. Right. But at the very moment where I'm done with my coffee, they want to get me the hell up out of here. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. So it's just like understanding like, yo, like you're not bugging, but we shouldn't have to live like that. 
And it's through, like I said, dealing with situations like this. It's not even about the money as much as it's about, yo, let's exercise something together. Mm-hmm. Let's come together and exercise our opportunity to boycott something in twenty in in twenty first century twenty eighteen ways. Right. And 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 build some sort of build some sort of leverage amongst ourselves and in our community that shows that we're worth fighting for. We're worth not putting up with certain stuff. Right. And that's why it's so like I said, sometimes it gets I won't say discouraging, but sometimes it's hurtful when you see, like I said, people making jokes like, yo, you think this is going to stop me from going here? You think this is like, bro, like, come on, man. You know what I mean? But like I said, at the end of the day, I, I'm I'm personally getting to a point where it's like, I feel like justice is becoming a niche thing. Mm-hmm. And like I said, if there's people who buy into it because it spreads and through consistency, it can it can reach more people I'm cool with that but I you know I don't think I think you'll do more harm than good to your spirit if you're trying to convince more people than you should you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's like I was having a conversation the other day and we were just talking about dealing with like conflict and through the conversation it was like it was like me my mom my dad pretty much my whole family I think except Brittany and no, Brittany was there. So it was my whole family. Mm-hmm. And we was just talking about how people deal with conflict at work. And just through the conversation, at the end, I was just like, you know, y'all are talking like one day, like, you're, like your goal is for one day you to get up and not have no conflict to deal with. Right, right, right. And it's like, that's never going to come. Yeah, that's not life. Never. So it's like, I feel like at some point you have to, you have to, Re, re reassess your what what's my perception of a good life because i feel like we don't understand how good we're expecting life to be right it's like oh man i can't wait to have this car and have my bills paid on time every single month and my relationship with my wife or my girl is perfect and my kids are going to school getting great good good grades and all this other stuff and it's just like so th- there's nothing that's supposed to go wrong Right. Like there's not supposed to like someone might get on your nerves every single day of your life. Like every single day. <laughs> a, a a better life maybe you understanding like yo, I got to let this roll off my shoulder. Right. That might be that may need to be your picture of a better life. Or oh, my wife's about to I already know when I go in the crib my wife's going to be yelling. Instead of being like, "Oh, a perfect day is her not yelling. Maybe a perfect day is you stopping on the way home to pick up some flowers or something." And give her something so right. she feels appreciated. Maybe right. that needs to be your picture right, of a better right, day. Right, right. You know what I mean? So I feel like it's this—it's sort of the same thing with this. Like, I'm not... My goal isn't to wake up in a world where everyone is treated fairly. Right. I feel like... I don't even feel like that's logical to believe. Never in history has that been the case. Ever. Amongst anyone. You know what I mean? So it's like, yo, my, my goal is to get more of us on this wavelength, to get more of us doing this, to get more black businesses, to see more black CEOs and uh, coffee shop owners and right, right, basketball right. players and whatever. You know right. what I mean? That's my goal. Right. And to, to see people sticking up for what they, what they deserve to, what they should be sticking up for. But in the meantime... Don't be like I said. It, it it ain't it ain't for us to be 
out here having these unrealistic expectations of because like I said like I was saying last episode with prop as as advanced as we become as a planet as a people there are for sure going to be more black businesses more black people in positions of power all of that mm-hmm. but you got to know once that comes that means they're going to the 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 white people that we complain about that's like oh man they're the ones who holding us down this is such and such Black people are going to be in the same position to do the same thing. 100%. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. So it's like, it's going to be, it, it, it'll, I believe it'll eventually get to the point where it's like, yo, you got to watch out for shysty black people just like you look out for shysty white people. 100%. Just like you look out for shysty Asians. Just like you look out for shysty whoever. Just mm-hmm. like you'll have good white people, good black people. Right. Good, you know what I mean? Like that's, if anything, that's my dream. Right. To get to a point where I got to look out for just a general bad person Versus, oh man, it's way more likely I come across a white person who's on right, some shit right. versus a black person. You right, know what I mean? Right. And white people have been doing it the longest, so they got a head start on that. That's just what it is. Yeah. But like I said, as far as me personally, I think that's my goal. So I, I like I said, if not, I feel like that's the type of stuff that that kills people, bro. You know what I mean? Like it, like that, that slow, like when people get cancer and shit and people don't understand how it's like, bro, I can't imagine like waking up every day and having a goal of seeing the world just be a perfect place. And every day it just proves to you that it's not right. right, And the, and the difference is, yo, I need to change my perception versus, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I I feel like that more than anything has, cause I feel like we've seen, I feel like we've seen the results of that through like slavery and I was having this conversation the other day, bro. Imagine waking up knowing that you're either going to pick cotton, get killed, watch someone you love get killed. That th- those are your only three options every single day, bro. You know what I mean? Like I may wake up and be like, "Yo, this person might be on some bullshit today. Tomorrow, yeah, I might get stuck in traffic." Next day, eh, I might find out my homie died. Next right. day, eh, the company took a dip. We got to re-strategize some marketing shit. The next day, da da da. No, you woke up with three for sure options of how your whole entire day is gonna go. You know right. what I mean? So it's just like if we like like you said, like if we're talking about now and we're seeing there there are ways for sure that things are better. Right. But like I said, just waking up knowing that that takes a toll on you. No one knows your only options. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, and like I said, th- there may be people even now who live in the hood who may feel like those are their only options. Like, I'm not even saying that's not 100% not the case right now for some people. Right. Because shit is hard. Yeah. We're fortunate to be in the positions that we're in and people who may have grew up in a, a middle class or whatever, but there are people out here who is still struggling. You oh, know what I mean? Sure. So, like I said, I feel like just tapping into that, that mode of appreciation, even in the midst of all of this madness, like, yo... I'm milking this whole meek being free situation for all of the joy that I could possibly get from it. Mm-hmm. Especially in the midst of all this other stuff going on. Let me appreciate the fuck out of Meek Mill being out of jail right now. Mm-hmm. Like, this is a win. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So immerse yourself in those wins and get all of the joy that you can out of those and let that energize you to deal with situations like this. Because next week, ain't no telling who could do the next thing. Right, right. Or ain't no telling what other right. black man could get killed in his backyard or whatever. So like I said, I just think on a on a on a tur- turning a tide, I just think moving forward, you know, for those who are looking to make a change and be involved, 
support. Support movements like this. Spend your money somewhere where you're being appreciated, where your dollars appreciated, where your life is appreciated. And and support. Like I said, give black people if you're black or white, especially if you're black, give other black people the opportunity to build something. Absolutely. Don't be so so hard on them if if their brand isn't as high quality or something. Like I said, that that takes a whole bunch of it takes time and it takes trial and error. But everyone loves to be a part of something that's growing. Look at it like that. Like yo, this is my opportunity to be a part of something that's growing from the ground up, and 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 build from there. But I just think I just think it comes back around to being supportive, understanding outside of knowing how to how to say it, understanding how much. America has had an impact on how we think every day. Right. right and and right. like I said, reassessing just how we just how we act and how we treat each other. And and yeah, man, I yeah, bro. That yeah, I don't know. Like that's literally I, I feel like I feel like that would give so much people a brighter day to look to, even in the midst of all of this. You know what I mean? I agree. All right. You got anything? You think like what? <laughs> I know I sort of went on a rant. No, 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 no. I mean, it's just, this is a very, it's a very heavy subject. Yeah. And not because it's a negative subject, but because there's so many moving parts. Yeah, that's a fact. But like you said, um, it can definitely start with how how we're perceiving things. I mean, obviously some things are blatant, but mm-hmm. it's just, there might be a silver lining in a lot of this shit. Yeah. And it's really just, I think it is. I do think so. And I think it's just having a conversation with, um, with people that may be more knowledgeable, like I said, more knowledgeable doing your research. So therefore you can engage in these conversations. So even if someone's asking you a question, looking to you as the big homie, you can ponder on it if you don't know the answer and then do your research and come back with an answer that will better the group that's, you know what I'm saying? Right. Better that that think tank that you're a part of. Um, and just go from there. Because me and my girl was having a conversation about the whole Starbucks thing and mm-hmm. we didn't really see eye to eye on it. I understood where she was coming from, but I also still felt how I felt about it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So... But in that, getting off the phone with her, I started doing research. Mm-hmm. I'm like, because I want us to both have, we don't, we can agree to disagree, but I want us to both have a common understanding as to like the foundation, you know right, what I'm saying? Right. So therefore we're not on different planes, especially if this is someone who like I'm, I'm with. Because right. You, that can't be. Right. There's certain things that gotta, right, gotta right. be they on the gotta same gotta road. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Especially when it comes to shit like that. Cause if. You know, if I call her and I'm like, yo, I got arrested. And she's like, well, what did you do? Right, Where right, we? right. My exactly, nigga, exactly. are you fucking joking exactly, me? Like, exactly. fuck you. Like, <laughs> like you know what? Valid. No worries. I'm going to call the homies to come scoop me because right, this is right. not what I need right now. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm literally going to be processed for the next God for knows who how long. Mm-hmm. And I'm literally going to replay. Be, bleh, I'm going to be replaying in my head. You saying. Well, what did you do? Right. Why was it you right. in the... What were you doing that would have caused them to... Could mm-hmm. I just literally have been leaving Kroger? And they got... Just like I saw on... Um, not to be all over the place, but I just saw on Instagram, maybe, a black police officer was saying how he was... He got called 
to a location mm-hmm. because someone was like uh, something was going on in the area. Mm-hmm. He then in turn gets here's a ditch bash over his radio saying there is a black man dressed in a police officer's uniform with a flashlight looking in people's houses. No. <laughs> I, bruh, you know yo, what I'm, I'm, what I'm, I'm like, bro, you're literally doing this even just movie, doing your bruh. job, even just doing your job now, isn't safe. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's crazy. Like a black police officer isn't safe as a police they officer. They thought you was in a costume. <laughs> Boy, you can't make this up. Only in America. I was just like, yo, that is that is crazy. Yeah. But, yeah, that's nuts. Yeah, it's definitely a perspective thing. It's definitely a silver lining, and it's definitely, um, it's an opportunity for us to see America's true colors and our own true colors. Right, for real, because a lot of people are realizing who they really are. Right, right. You know what I'm right. saying? There's like a, a lot, lot of people a lot realizing, of... like, oh, I'm not really about this whole mm-hmm. movement shit. Yep. Like, I, I'd much rather just stay quiet. Yep. And not deal with it because. One, I don't want to bother myself with educating myself. Mm-hmm. Two, I really just don't give a fuck about everybody. Yeah. Like, I really just don't give a fuck about black people. Yeah. And and that, as cold as that is, there are people that feel that way. And I can't even tell you that. I think it's, I think it's wrong to just be out here and be like, man, fuck that shit. But you're going to do what you want to do anyway. Yeah. Just like niggas going to continue to go to these establishments in which... They don't give a fuck about them really, and they just care about their money. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I don't shop at Chick Fil A, but I have family members. Mm-hmm. We all that do. literally shop that, and they I and I always say it. it, love it, they love it. Like I was talking to someone the other day, and they was like, "Yo, I got you a Chick Fil A card," and I was like, "I don't eat Chick Fil A," <laughs> and they were like, "You won't even go there for the fruit." I'm like. What? I was like, I don't like, eat Chick Fil A. But think bro. about it. That's like, your point. Like, you're really gonna try to shove it down my throat, like, like over some fruit. Come on, bro. So I was just like, yo, like I'm not, I'm not mad at you for living your life. Just know that they can't get none of my money because of how they move. I, I disagree with how they move, yeah, and that's man. just that. Yeah. And the conversation was very, it was over very quickly after mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Pay so. attention to the signs. If there's people in your life, like I said, if you're someone who's trying to. Find whether you didn't care at first or you care and you're trying to get more in tune. Pay attention to the people around you who are saying their remarks about stuff like this. And if they're saying some wild shit like, yo, you know, I'm gonna keep going to Starbucks. So they just say something that makes you be like, yo, like, do, do you mean that? Like, <laughs> like, I, I just, as a friend, like, I wanna know, do you really mean that or are you just kidding? Because if not, then it, we need to have a discussion. Right. Because, like I said, if, you you don't want that to stop you from your path moving forward if if you're trying to make that turn. You right, know what I mean? Right. So pay attention to the people who are showing their true colors, whether it's your idols, whether it's your friends, whether it's your parents, whoever who are showing you, yo, like I'm not with I'm not with you to support you with what you're doing. And and if it's not, then you know it, it, it's a growing opportunity for 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 all of us together. So. On that note, we're out of here. Um, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, at One Could Argue. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. We love five-star ratings over here. Um, leave us a comment. Leave us a review. Let us know what you think about the podcast. I'm excited to hear from you guys. Make sure you follow my dog, Young Root. Art Mason on Instagram and Twitter. You can just look for the super rare root. Lord have mercy. <laughs> You get it. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you on the next one. Deuces. Cheers.